Hey y'all, it's Asian Hour, hosted by Linus and Nathaniel, two Asian boys that are just trying to run a call-in show to get people's hot takes, but generally devolve to chatting about jib-jab, blib-blab, and homeboy gossip. Oh man, how long did you work on that? About five minutes. <laughs> jib-jab, blib-blab. <laughs> it's going good. I'm, I, uh, as I was just telling you, I've, I've been lately towing the line of like playing soccer right up until the last possible minute, then rushing back home. To make it for the podcast, hence me being sweaty. I wonder what it says about me that I don't have these activities. I was just like out fishing earlier this like afternoon. <laughs> I don't know. Yes. Maybe it's like the constructed exercise I don't have as much. Do you like playing yeah, soccer? Yeah, I don't know. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I think for me, it's like the reason I rushed it. I mean, like normally I wouldn't like squeeze it in this much like mm -hmm. this tight but i think the reason i did like because like i usually play thursdays but i've just been busy there's like i'm watching the warriors game thursday oh oh with friends and are then... you going in there to the studio no 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 oh. i'm not i don't have that money <laughs> but we're, we're watching at a bar <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah oh and t casters over here marveling at your technological advances chat, of on, chat screen. on screen dude yeah, we yeah. have like intro music we have <laughs> yeah yeah but no yeah so pretty much i've yeah, it's just like I think soccer is for me is my thing where like I kind of like I kind of need to play both. It's like both a self care thing and like and a like fitness thing. So I like to try to play like twice a week. And if like I don't, I'll get like a little I'll just feel a little grumpy. So I think I've just been I'll like I, I I just have like four or five days a week where like I know there's a soccer game and then like I'll just like squeeze it in around my schedule. So that's why I squeezed it in in a very rushed way. Because I'm busy tomorrow. No, no, I get it. It's it, I mean, self care, self care, right? You got to take care of yourself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just think so. it's interesting. I'm like, I used to have that with soccer or swimming. I went to my way. Oh yeah, yeah. Swimming team, but I quit that because I work. <laughs> now. Yeah, yeah. Or it's like if you knew you could only go swimming at like certain windows, I and know. then you're like getting busy at other times, right? So it's like I know there's a pickup game at like oh. Mondays at six, Wednesdays at six thirty, and. And like, I just like sat, I just like try to squeeze two per week. But you didn't have that when we lived together at Madeira, right? No, uh, Madeira. Well, like, I think I was like less busy at Madeira. So oh. like I could more consistently make, so I, I did play pickup, but then like, I usually wasn't, I didn't have like as much stuff rotating around that. So mm -hmm. like I could pretty consistently make either Saturdays or Sundays plus like Wednesday nights or something. Huh. Well, actually yeah, it, it would rotate sometimes, but I had like, I also had like about four or five days uh, yeah, I, I kind of I have this like pit way of juggling pickup <laughs> soccer games that <laughs> I, I, I like know there's like five days a week I can find a game and then that's kind of what I have done. Kev's calling us out for being chess champs. <laughs> We're not chess champs. Okay. Uh, oh, you, you you weren't there, but uh, mm -hmm. I just got wrecked by Kev uh, three times in the last two days at chess. Three including times. The first... Yeah, yeah. The the first one he checkmated me with a pawn. Oh my gosh, dude. Although that was my probably my strongest game because oh, like in that game I was like I was only two pawns down. All the other games I was like multiple big pieces down. So <laughs> Huh. <coughs> I need to get better at chess. I think Kev and Jeff are my like end goal for like I need to learn how to beat these guys. Yeah. They're like the League of Legends guys. I don't know. I think I just chess. but like I feel like to actually be good at chess you have to like think really hard and like mm -hmm. be thinking three or four moves ahead. And I just, like, don't have the mental... Well, like... no, no, I think drunk chess. Because when I was with my coworkers, you have to be at least three drinks in before you even allow mm. to play chess. Yeah. Yeah. It's just all instinct. Wow, Josh is just flaming me for all my video Why game chess? jumps. What? 
Jump from Valor. Oh, is it a jump from Valor? <laughs> is that a jump from Valorant to chess? Well, I think or Josh is... just feels left out. He can't keep up with the uh, <laughs> Linus's moving around in video game world. I don't think I play the London. See, I don't even. I, I, I'm assuming that's an opening, but I don't even know now. See, he's using words. It's apparently that I don't called know. the Berlin Wall open, too. And then there's like a variation on top of the Berlin. I have the first uh. 10 moves between moves, dude. Kev was like, next time I'm going to get you with the fishing pole. And I was like, that, you could just be making words up. I don't. See, what I, I need is like Kev to work at my company for like two days and then just play chess for me so I can beat my manager and then I'm good. Uh, but I have. Oh, there was like that. I, I saw like there's like that magic trick where like a magician plays like 10 chess masters at a time and like mm. eats like six out of 10 of them. And then the way he did it was like he just like moved mirrored everyone's moves against each other. And then uh, and then there was like one person that was just like president of a chess club that he just beat straight up. Just do something like that. <laughs> use huh. use Kev. Yeah. Not. Yeah, I, I like chess, though. I downloaded live mm-hmm. chess on my phone. Because mm-hmm. chess apps on Android are horrible outside of like, mm-hmm. that one app. So I've been playing it my yeah. time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Kev's out here looking at the ceiling and seeing pieces moving. Yeah. But yeah, how are you? Or actually, what? What's up? Am I supposed to... Well, I was going to say, how are things for you? Or, or should I ask you um, <laughs> what kind of Asian you were this week, Linus? Oh, he's past three weeks, <laughs> I guess. We haven't had this before oh, yeah, in yeah. a while. It's been a minute. I yeah. know. That's good, you know. I think it gave us some time to refresh to you. So mm-hmm. we have so many more stories to tell about our lives. Oh yes. But yeah, how how are things for you? I guess you're you're not coming back from soccer, but <laughs> unlike me, but I am hmm. I don't have a funny thing though. I was a productive uh-huh. mission, I guess is the best way. Okay, to nice. Hustle. I feel like I've definitely started moving the needle in my life. Where actually previously I had written on our intro where it was like, welcome to the podcast where we talk about jib, jab, blib, blab. It's like, what was it? Two Asian boys who have no clue what they're doing with their lives. But I took that out because I felt like I might have a little bit of a better Speak idea. for yourself. I know, yeah. right? <laughs> <laughs> We've evolved. The yeah. intro has evolved with us. Um, Productive Asian. So I've been, I've been traveling a bit, right? I was yeah, in yeah. New York last week to attend my first time tra- first timers training at new york um okay. which was a blast by the way nice. uh the boba thing i finally have a llc you know lo-fi mm. boba llc so i am in that's a, like a trademark or, yeah. or re- it's it's registration like okay, okay. it's like okay okay and they give you an ein which is like an employee identification number or employee oh. identification number um, which means that like i could apply for business credit cards and stuff like that um mm. and it, it was actually kind of funny. <laughs> Josh is so hype. <laughs> I know. Josh called me last week and was like, I am so hyped for you, dude. I was yeah. like, wow. He's just vicariously living through me on this Boba shop. It's, you want that bi- oh, business card? <laughs> oh, okay, okay. Well, Kevin's what we call a sole proprietor, where he just puts his social security number as his EIN, and business cards allow you to sign up for it. I should have told a coworker about your Boba stand. Nice. But yeah, in the long term, oh, yeah, like yeah. I even had like a uh, session where my friends and I like sat down, we just tested our boa recipes and we were kind of mm-hmm. iterating it and everything. Oh, nice. It's coming together. Yeah. We even like went to the farmer's market and we like 
checked out the audience and people there were like, okay, ah. I'm doing this one. So what was the audience? What, what were your takeaways from the audience? So the one that was actually in the city center wasn't as popular as the one in the suburbs, which was interesting. This is in Minap- Minneapolis. Minneapolis. Right? Okay. Yeah. So it's called Midtown. Um, okay. I thought it was going to be like popping with like tons of ethnic diversity and stuff, but it was like really dead. And it was like 10 white people. But the one I like, like that's the whole farmer's market, just 10 white people. Yeah. Well, like, okay. I mean, California is also different. California has yeah, huge yeah. farmer's markets and they have big uh-huh. growing seasons. Um, yeah. But in Midtown, it just wasn't as popping as I thought it would be. And I actually really okay. liked the more suburban. Okay. Farmers more crowded. Richfield. Where yeah. It seemed more chill. There was a lot of families and like small kids running nice. around. So I was just okay. like, what a vibe, dude. Okay. So well, market research. I know. Yeah, right? I'm I'm impressed that you're like managing to put all this together while having a full time job. <laughs> I mean, it's slow going, right? Like I thought about yeah, this yeah. two months ago. Yeah, yeah. And like, I feel like some people would have like done it in a week. You know, like put everything together. I mean, if they weren't working. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know. I'm taking my time with this. I'm, I'm yeah, having yeah. fun. Yeah, no, I just uh, respect the hustle. Oh, hey, and I'm. You think fourteen dollar boba will sell? No, it's five dollar I mean, boba, dude. Nowadays, we determined our price point, whereas everything's five okay. bucks. Okay, and I'm okay. I'm 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 proud of my I'm proud of uh, Josh that he's talking about Happy Lemon. I, I got Josh onto Happy Lemon recently. Okay, really? I'm I'm proud of you, Josh. That's funny. <laughs> well, I, I he was just like surprised me, so I got him like the puff cream boba oh, thing really? because because I just know Josh likes very sweet things. <laughs> Did you like it? Was he surprised? I, I think so. he, he he said he liked it. I don't know. I, oh, oh, he, oh, he's he's he, he, okay. He, he's getting more. All right, from Happy oh Lemon. Jasmine tea with mango. Oh, it was awful. Okay, okay. So we compared <laughs> it. Okay, okay. Wait, from where? You know, it's it's interesting because if you asked me like six months ago, I was kind of a hater. I was like, Asian mm-hmm. American identity can't just be about boba. And mm-hmm. here I am opening boba stand. Actually, I did see a um. What was it called? I don't know. There, there was like some very like like intellectual article that was called like what about like it was like boba liberalism and like talking about i don't know it was like some whole big thing about asian american identity and like we can't just like make our whole identity yeah it was kind of arguing the same thing i I, i'll have to find it but a diabetic friendly drink i thought you're gluten-free not diabetic we are vegan all our ingredients are vegan does that count for something (laughs) (laughs) so i mean there's not really much we don't even use regular milk we use oat milk because yeah. it's shelf stable and it's much more convenient. Ah, shelf stable. Okay. Oh, that's why. Oh, that makes sense. Okay. Shelf I know. stable. But like, I feel very productive, you know, because I feel like, I don't know. It, it's like fun moving the needle on things regardless mm-hmm. of like, like everything could collapse in a week, right? Like I could lose mm-hmm. my job, my boba stand, like gets rejected from all its applications but i feel like mm-hmm. i've learned something you know mm, okay nice yeah. what type of asian not about this boba. it's about no so it's not about the boba it's about the friends you made along the way that's right? fair uh what kind of asian was i this week um i don't know i think it might be kind of similar to your i don't know productive maybe just like busy asian i don't know i think i've used that one before but like mm. life has just felt really full lately i guess like Too yeah cool. i don't know i, I uh, not too. Oh, I don't know. I, I guess like I have a combination of just like hanging out with people more lately. Mm. My Naomi's uh, Naomi and her husband are my sister, and her husband are homes for they had 
their late graduation this weekend. So mm. a lot of stuff going on with family for the next week or so. Just been randomly seeing friends more often, I guess, because the Warriors games are on. So I've just like been seeing, <laughs> meeting up with people to watch the games. <laughs> and then I guess on top of all that work has been like picking up a lot more. So, mm-hmm. so I think I'm like have graduated from just like being in a hole, like noodling around and stuff and like no one caring to like people like being like, hey, like, okay, we need this done by like next week. And I was like, I don't know how feasible that is, but okay. Or like, and like it being like multiple different things. Right. So uh yeah so hence me like rushing to that's kind of why like i like normally i'd like play soccer you know when i have nothing else going on the rest mm-hmm. of the day just chill and like you know stay there for two hours but like i guess just with life i've been like like all right i gotta squeeze soccer into like this little window and like like sunday i went to like, sunday i had a funny experience with like pickup soccer where like i was just like i was like okay like that, this is my one free afternoon like i gotta mm-hmm. find a pickup soccer group and then like, i was just like scrolling through meetup and like, like all right here's one i've never gone to but oh. and then like I showed up and then it was like interesting because it like I went because like 10 people RSVP'd so normally like there's a lot of dead meetups where like you show up and like not enough people RSVP'd like there'll often be no one there oh, really? but then this one had 10 so I showed up and then everyone like I was like oh hey what's up like like you kind of need like are, have you been to this meetup a lot and then like as I talked to everyone everyone there it was their first time there so who was the one that organized it exactly right so I think like there was like we got a good like 6v6 or like there was like a good 12 to 14 people there and all of them, it was the first time there. So I have a suspicion that we just accidentally revived a dead meetup by enough people RSVPing. <laughs> and like, because like literally everyone there was their first time. So it was like an interesting social phenomenon of like, there's this meetup that, because I had seen the meetup there before and it usually had like one, like zero to three people RSVPing. So like, I know like it's probably a dead meetup. Mm-hmm. But then like, you know, we, we got a full game going and then like, it was like everyone there was the first time when we didn't meet anyone who's like actually been to that meetup before. So I think we just accidentally revived a dead meetup and like, Are and everyone was really friendly. Meetup.com and you look up soccer games in San Francisco. And that's yeah. 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 That's how I found a couple groups. And then there's other groups I've found from like mutual friends or like, you just know, like at, at like the park over there, <laughs> like there's like a game on like Wednesdays at 6 PM. Like that is amazing, dude. I'm kind of jealous yeah. actually. <laughs> yeah. It's kind of, it's, it's, it's cool the kind of thing like where you like have to have to know people some, for some of them. I know. I've been hearing good things about Bumble BFF lately where okay i don't know what that is I mean, or, or oh, oh bumble bumble bf okay the app bump the dating app yeah. bumble that's for friends oh yeah uh cat cat has used that before actually i don't think she's actually met anyone but like oh really I good things yeah so i've been hearing good things like one of the street code alumni that i was chatting with not alumni old mentors i was chatting with um was using it in san francisco and he had like oh, yeah? all these friendship like things that were going on oh is this adrian yeah or yeah, okay yeah. okay I don't know if we're allowed to say real names on dot dot both. (laughs) But like, apparently it's like totally a thing now where I think it's almost being used more than dating or people are like, really? Oh, interesting. New area. I'm using Bumble BFF to find like Mm. friends. Yeah. That is a thing of like, how do you make new friends when you move to a new city? Like Mm -hmm. I've only like, I feel like after being, I only started making like new friends in the city, like after I feel like six months and that's like, from like soccer i think but like even then it's like to like go from like people i'm friendly with to like actually meeting up outside of it is like took a very long time and that's only like two people (laughs) no like i i so one of my uh friends jack just moved into the area and he was he's boyfriend with sf or minneapolis minneapolis (laughs) um and he is the boyfriend of another grad student over in Minnesota. So, mm-hmm. like, 
Rina and Anshu are very close friends, and then we're just like joined the entourage to go to Minnesota to follow the grad student mm-hmm. girls. Um, but Minnesota has like this reputation for being like kind of insular. Hot take: mm-hmm. Bumble BFF only works if you're oh interesting. Expert. Yeah, but huh. he was telling me like, like for the past three months, it's been a lot of fun being in Minnesota. But like, he was using Bumble BFF because he was like, yeah, it's kind of like hard to meet people. He like mm, went to an yeah. alumni group to hang out with people. <laughs> yeah, I, I feel like it's the kind of thing where like, it kind of like once it's like you got to make your like your first friend to make more friends. It mm-hmm. feels like right because like. I bet I feel like the best way to make new friends is like through mutual friends, but then like to make have mutual friends, you have to make friends, right? Yeah. So I, I feel mean, like it's been kind of yeah, yeah, like that. My big thing is like I still have yet to be. I'm not single anymore. Just saying, but I still have yet to ever have that mutual friendship relationship type thing, you know? <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, because like the friend I was talking about, like it was kind of like. Like we finally like got around to like like all right let's go watch the soccer game together at a bar mm-hmm. and then like he invited two of his friends and it was like and then we just like went and played FIFA at someone's house afterwards and I was like oh this is nice but like Aww. this is like the first time I've made like this many friends in like since like living here for like almost a year right so yeah uh, chat says tell tell him to go grace point <laughs> I, I I I don't I don't know this Nathan side I don't know how sarcastic that is <laughs> no he's being very sarcastic okay all right it is sarc- okay that's what I thought. Well, What's... I mean, that actually is kind of interesting because this July 4th, I'm going to be in Minnesota. And I've been, like, thinking, like, I want to throw this giant, like, July 4th barbecue, right? Where all my That's old, good. like, I know, right? Like, all my Ranger. old friends from Grace Point, from, like, where I worked in college, just anyone mm. that's in the area should come through and, like, yeah. hang out. And we can make them boba or something. But I would just love right. to, like, have that community come back. Yeah. Um, but we were chatting about it, and Grace Point's actually very insular, too. So they'd mm. most likely be too busy doing some outreach ministry or something to get. That makes sense. Yeah. Um, so I was like, oh, that'd be sad. Yeah. I don't know. That That is a nice way to, or yeah, I, I feel like that whole, yeah, I, I feel like the idea of like, just like bringing a lot of friend groups together is kind of like a fun way to have that. Yeah. Josh is talking about it's how it's super hard to make. Yeah. Well, once I, 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 I actually, I was thinking of having something similar because I had like a game night with friends, but that was still like when things were still close to Omicron. So I like, was like, all right, like these nine people will come and I didn't invite other people. But then I feel like now I'm kind of like looking forward to like, all right, I'm just going to like throw a game night and just like make a Facebook invite and event and then just like invite a ton of people. And I feel like that'll, and no, I think you will be invited to you, Josh. You can make, well, that'll be a way to make friends, to leech off of what about me? our friends. What about me? I <laughs> Although I don't, if you have a child, that might be a little harder by then, but you know. <laughs> oh, wait, well, you, I mean, you'll, invited, you'll be invited too, Linus. I just don't know if you want to fly down for that. Actually, it might coincide with you being in the Bay. Who knows? Plane tickets are too expensive, man. Yeah. <laughs> I'd, I'd be down. Yeah. I think, like, meeting mutual friends is always fun. It's kind of like why yeah. I enjoy weddings sometimes, where you like, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. I understand why you're friends with that person. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. we all get along. <laughs> requires people to not view their group as a clique. Yeah. Yeah. Sign me up. I cook for you July 4th. Actually, Nate just cooked it with tomahawk steak today. It looks so good, Ooh. dude. Which Nate? Well, Asia, the Nathan129. Okay. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I, I realized you were going to say Asian Nate, but then I'm like, I, we know another Asian Nate. So. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm gonna Be secure enough to friend, share their friends. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I guess it's like. Steak he just Ooh, made. that's pretty. 
I know. It was wild. He was yeah. like, he had this entire thing going on. I, I was pretty jealous. Yeah. This is my fish I caught today. Hey, oh, you caught another? Oh, man, he's on a roll now. Know, not, just, not just one, but two. It's... Mm-hmm. Yeah. I caught seven I today, actually. <laughs> Wait, seven fish? Yeah. What? You would, like, literally put the debate in the water and it'd get caught. Like, I was sick of oh. it, actually. <laughs> I guess you just found the right spot? Uh, I Honestly, it's, like, right after a storm. When the, like, yeah, okay. right spot and right time. That Did a bearded cool. man walk up to you and say, why don't you cast your line on the other side? And then... No. <laughs> oh, I think there was a couple homeless people in the area. That was <laughs> okay. Yeah. Costco prime meat is on sale, guys. Go to Costco before the recession. Okay. I have some steaks in my freezer. How's Ozai? Ozai's good. Well, I don't know. He's kind of a menace lately. <laughs> <laughs> but we're, we're cats figuring it out. I'm helping a little bit, but it's mostly cat. Yeah. But on the friendship thing, I think um, one thing, because like the, the two of the people that I met last time, we were like talking about like, because when we were watching the game, like we're talking about how we, because we were talking about how it was like hard to make friends and all that. Um, and then like, you know, like, and then the friend that came that like I met through my other mutual friend was kind of like like oh like how do you two meet? And like oh this is the guy I was talking about. We're like we we're just at a party and he walked up to me and he was like you know like making friends is hard. I'm gonna go back to kindergarten style. Like hi, I want to be your friend. And then like that's just how they became friends. So I was like wait that's like kind of wholesome. And then like <laughs> and these are you know they're they're both our age right. So I'm just like and then they're like close friends now. And I'm like like oh that's kind of wholesome. I like <laughs> I like that. Not gonna lie, I feel like. You gotta just lean into that sometimes. Where you yeah. just like assume friendship, even if they don't know that you're their friend yet. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like I have yeah. this like buddy in uh work. You know how they like buddy you up with like specific people? And I d I don't know actually, maybe you didn't have that. But the idea is like you have someone who's already been at the company for a like a mentor. So you can like yeah. do things. Mm-hmm. So I got mentored with Mike, right? And I had no clue no clue who this guy was, right? Like and he like and I don't think he reached out to me. I had to reach out to him because it was just like some HR person that signed us together. But he's like from a very different walk in life. But we ended up mm-hmm. just getting along like two peas in a pod <laughs> last week. But it's nice. funny because he's like the seven, like six foot three white dude that's built like a, like a footballer. <laughs> nice. And we were just chatting for like three hours about like work and then like hmm. cryptocurrency <laughs> nice that that's that's your energy <laughs> telling about how he wants to brew beer and i was like wow these are all things that i'm like completely not like familiar with but i'm here for it dude <laughs> it's just like white culture is just so interesting crypto <laughs> no i don't i i actually no, do I'm, I'm, just, I'm kidding i'm kidding <laughs> like yeah hearing someone so this kid was like hilarious in some ways because he was talking about how he like he, he was in crypto in, like, 2016 when okay. it was, like, still in his nascent state of, like, oh, okay. going up really high. But, like, we're old enough to, like, remember back in 2014 when it was, like, really, really small. Yeah, Anyways, it was very niche. He was telling me he had made, like, hundreds of thousands of dollars and then he just <laughs> lost it all. Oh. And I was just like, oh, my gosh. I can't even imagine having that life experience at that age. Yeah. Like, yeah, I remember a couple years ago, friends who had like a lot of Bitcoin and this guy, I had like a friend who was like, like, oh yeah, like I like lost a couple thousand dollars in a day mm-hmm. and then I gained it all back the next day. And I was like, that is too stressful. <laughs> I agree. Yeah. I, I don't know though. It's like, at least for me, it can make you a very bitter person, you know? <laughs> mm. 
just like i could have had it all like yeah he, he seemed to have a pretty good attitude about it and he seems like a very smart guy but he was like telling me he was like dude i realize like our generation doesn't have a chance in the financial markets anymore like oh, interesting they're all just like like no one knows what's going to happen you know like it's all collapsing yeah. Burn the system down, buy a GameStop. A little bit like that. Like, I heard it on, like, the internet, like, how Gen Z feels very, like, like, there's no hope for them to, like, Mm. own property and stuff. But it was my first Uh, time talking to someone in person who had that same emotion. Was this person, like, what, our age or older or younger? A year out of college. Oh, okay, okay. So they're Gen Z. Okay. Gotcha. Interesting. (laughs) Josh says, well, for French, but what if you overcommit and realize you don't want to be, be, actually be friends with them? Then you ghost them? I don't know. <laughs> Have you ever ghosted someone, Nathaniel? Oh, uh, not really. I feel like I'm the one getting ghosted. <laughs> oh. Well, I feel like on average, I- I'm the one who reaches out more than is reached out to. Really? On average. I mean, that's you're one of the few people that I feel like that's not true. Uh-huh. And I feel like that's why I appreciate our friendship. But, like, <laughs> I feel like... <laughs> It's like you're the one being ghosted. I'm, yeah, I'm just being. I'm, I'm just. I'm just here because I was too polite to say no. No, I'm. Just, <laughs> uh, no, but I, I feel like there's like certain friendships where like. I, there, there are like certain friendships. I feel like at times where it's like you, it's like it takes more energy to hang out with. I guess, or I don't know, or it's like. They want to, or I, I don't know, like where you get certain like you'll be like I'm not as energized by hanging out with you, or like. I enjoy hanging out with you, but it's tiring or like, or like you want to hang out with me more than I want to hang out with you. I don't know. But I feel like I'm not on the, <laughs> I guess the being sought over after science side of it <laughs> as much because I'm generally like compared to people, the average Stanford slash SF person, I'm better at reaching out to people than most people. Mm, I feel like I see, I see, which like, I feel like I also appreciate our back home friend group because like they're all a lot better at that reaching out. I feel like mm. than. The friends i made in college and beyond so my my sentiment has always been like the kids that i knew before college and partly be- in college too are very willing to like hang out at the drop of a hat like yeah yeah it, yeah it's, it's weird where like i feel like there's certain friend groups that i had to like plan things out and then there's mm-hmm. certain friend groups where it was just like like okay let's go to a farmer's market in the morning oh do you want to test out boba three hours later yeah yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, and I I feel like the friends I've ended up gravitating to, like, in the city, like, because, like, most of my friends are, like, I have to, like, give them a week's notice, but then I feel like the ones I've ended up gravitating towards more in the city are the ones that are very just, like, hey, you want to hang out, like, today or tomorrow? And they'll be, like, sure, and then, like, yeah, so. Mm-hmm. You know, so Kev says, that's me, it feels bad to, mm-hmm. Kev says, it feels bad to blow off people that that don't really want to hang out with or ways is kev the one being blown off or is kev the one blowing off people he's just blowing people off dude he's just okay. like screw you all actually pierce says uh, i need two to three hit i feel like pierce pretty good at i don't know i feel like pierce is still pretty good about hats. being yeah prime gaming hmm? oh sorry i'm just checking out why did they have hats <laughs> josh well i mean there's also fat loser 293 I feel like Josh is going to have a bit more of a, a better excuse having um, having a kid soon. <laughs> that that's a good enough excuse. Hey, hop on Valorant. I give Josh too much of a hard time, so I'm not going to say anything. Who says that? Rena. She says that I give Josh too much of a hard time. Oh, wait, is she listening? <laughs> no, 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 no. I I was just about to be like, 
come on, Josh. You don't have a kid yet. <laughs> <laughs> but no, it's fair. He also has the rest of his life to deal with. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And a wife, you know, which. <laughs> no, it's fair. I was like, actually, did Josh did hop onto Valorant when we were. No, actually, did you hop on Valorant? You did. Yeah. yeah. I, I was very like ad hoc, like, oh, let's hang out. And Josh was like, okay. And then I was like, oh, that's nice. <laughs> nice. Mm-hmm. Hopping on a video Pierre, game. You're about to me. hop to like on a plane to go to New York because you're invited by two friend groups. Like, he is? Oh, dang. Uh, oh my gosh, dude. Pierre has this entire like r- r- like drama going on. Do we, like a... does that, do we need to have him on the show? Oh, to, maybe. Dude. To, to I would need to have him okay. on the show afterwards. Because okay. I want to know who's like better friends with which group he'll be better friends with by the end of the like trip. Two different groups he's going to New York with. I think that's the plan. Is like two I different groups it's... went to New York at the same time, and he got invited to hang out with both of them. Oh, so he has to like. All right, all right. Chat, chat, chat wants him on. Chat, chat's, chat wants him on the show. Oh, Josh wants him on the show. Yeah, but <laughs> this is like in December or something. I think. Okay, all right. I don't know what it is. <laughs> we'll have him on when that happens. Hey, I'm Chad. <laughs> <laughs> I am the Senate. Yeah. It's funny, though. New York mm-hmm. is a vibe, though. I New yeah. York is... I don't, have you ever been to New York in the summer? Like, our eighth grade trip was, like, in the winter. Mm. I went to New... Last, well, I went to New York before I started work. That was, like, January. That's not the summer. That's the last... Yeah. So, no. Or okay. if... I mean, if we went with... School, what? MCS. That, I mean, that was, you know, I was dead. So I don't remember much. <laughs> I was dead. <laughs> That's fair. Yeah. You were very sick. Andy put yeah, you I mean, under, six feet under. Yeah, yeah. Uh, for for context, we're referencing our middle school DC New York trip where uh, a certain friend got everyone sick, and I was, and I uh, they forced me to follow, even though I was deadly sick, and I was just essentially zombie walking. I think you know, I that strep throat. And he had antibiotics, so he was OP. Yeah. Everyone else just, just died. You know, thinking about that now during the days of COVID is kind of crazy. The I fact know. that, like, I was, like, deadly sick and they just forced me to, like, follow them around New York because no one was could, could supervise me. <laughs> I, kids go through the wildest things, dude. Like, you can make a kid go and just do whatever. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But New York is beautiful in the summer. That's, that's yeah. my two cents. I had a bit in the summer and I was like, wow, this is way... Pierce says he went on a date with a girl from New York and she's telling how different and chill it is here than New York. Okay. It is here, not there. Yeah. I see. That's fair. Well, I feel like, I feel like during COVID I had, I've had the same conversation with like many, it feels like many like San Franciscan slash Californians where I had this conversation with like two, like a couple of people back to back were like, Hey, I just got back from New York. You know, it's like, it's pretty fun over there. Like I want to, I'm thinking of moving there sometime. And like, that was like, I had that same conversation with, like, two or three people back-to-back. I'm sorry. I just got really confused by Josh's message. The two times I went on trips with friends, the first time I gave gave one of them herpes, the second time another guy gave gave herpes guy COVID. Okay. That, all right. That, that like... Sorry, you were saying something, and then I read that, and I just didn't process it. No, no, it's not important. I think we need to dive more into this. I think we need him on the show. You want to come on, Josh? Hop on the I know. I want to get this. Josh, you got to come on. Also, I'm going to put the... Uh... Oh, I'm sorry. Are you curious about my story? Get in here, dude. 
I'm, I'm gonna pull you on the, the channel. <laughs> you have so much energy. Let's see if he's actually here. Oh, he's not here, dude. For the record, oh. though, for any podcast listeners that might be listening, we do have a <laughs> Discord channel because this is a show about hot takes, and I'll pull you into the voice channel, and you can hang out with the podcast host if you yeah. have a... Wait, are there any people that listen to this audio only? Because I feel like yeah. this would be very confusing. <laughs> oh, okay. This is probably very confusing. <laughs> I do think we need to get a little bit better about that, but okay. it's fine. <laughs> so I should read out all the <laughs> channel. Yeah. Oh, he's here, dude. He's here. Oh, We're moving oh, him. Okay, okay. Let's go. Okay. Hey, I guess he has new setup. Okay. What's go, up, okay. Hello. Hello. Are you going to tell us about her piece? Yeah, I'll tell right. you about her piece. Soon, soon to be new father Josh joins us. I know. Soon to be new father Josh. And, and his about last his throws, of, throws of freedom as a non-father. No, unfortunately, it's a, it's, it's a rather short story. Um, so at the time, we I was in Washington State working at the restaurant industry. And a group of friends said that we're going to come up and we're going to go rent a cabin and play board games and sit in the hot tub and whatever else. Oh, that sounds so very wholesome, very, very, very safe, very nice. So we get up there. Everything's fine. I start feeling kind of sick, um, a little bit too late to notice. And we're cheap. So we kind of just went up and got all those stuff at the there was a town we went to with next to the cabin. We went to like a little market and everybody just kind of got their own snacks. Mm -hmm. And then we all just kind of had a communal pile for it. Um, so then as communal piles go, sometimes you forget what you ate, what somebody else ate, and you have unmarked glasses. So we were kind of swapping. I mean, we're trying to keep track of who's is who's, but inevitably people ended up swapping drinks. <laughs> and then towards the end of the trip, somebody ended up getting the, the guy ended up feeling more sick. He was like, I think I came down with something. One of you guys gave me something. We're like, no, I don't know what you're talking about. Everything's fine. <laughs> like, I don't know what's wrong with you. And then he gets back to New Mexico. Oh, my God. And the doctor tests him and says that you have herpes. Oh, and we have no idea why he got herpes, how he got herpes. He was totally fine before. And uh -huh. we're trying to think like which one of us did he get? Which one of us did something? And we were able to track it back down to one specific drink that I like I memed him like I swapped his drink. That was like a Diet Coke or some okay. something else you know, for one swig. And we just decided that that was me and that I gave it to him. And so you have herpes. So I yeah, because I was the only one who, who swapped drinks with him. The thing about herpes, um, though, is it's not like. Like, everyone has it, I think, right? I, you know, I don't really know no. about the, the genealogy of herpes, but I do know that it's not just the sex one that people like mm. to make it out to be. Yeah. Which is why the story is so fun. Because uh, people because just... Everyone, like, everyone had so sex with him. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, there's like, there's, there, there's like tame herpes, and then there's like the, the spicy herpes that everybody knows about. Mm-hmm. So I, I gave him the tame herpes. Interesting. Yeah. Well, the only context I have for herpes is, well, like, I don't, do you guys know what Stanford full moon on the quad is? Is this like LA? It, it, it's like a, it's like a weird Stanford tradition where like on a certain night people all go and then like, and then just like pretty much like a bunch of people just, just make out with random people. Ooh. <laughs> and then go that's, on. that's the only context for like, it's just like kind of a part. They just like all gather and then like <laughs> it's just like a thing where it's like everyone just goes and like if they want to like you go make out with whoever you want and then consent is implied. Full moon yeah, is well, out. Take well, the and, and, Yeah, obviously now they have a bunch of like things about consent where they're like you know they're like emphasize it on like all these. But then like everyone just like coming down with herpes like the, the like the week after that. Oh yeah. Yeah. But if you're curious, Google full moon on the quad Stanford. 
That's so interesting. <laughs> One of my friends was at like my place and I had like cooking him dinner because he moved into the neighborhood recently. And like after we had dinner and everything, he was like, yeah, blah, blah, blah. I got chlamydia from this guy. <laughs> and I was like, uh, <laughs> I was like thinking like, did we share utensils or anything? <laughs> Wait, is that one Trent? Is that one what? I think that's. I, don't, I, don't, I know this guy. It's like the kissing disease or whatever. Ah, uh, okay, okay. Yeah. Ah, uh, so monkeypox. Yeah. No, that's not. You can have type one oral, and it could also be type one gen okay, genital. Okay. So you gave him a lifelong disease. Okay. So you gave him a lifelong disease. Perfect. <laughs> Wait, yeah, so well, does he... that mean you had it, but then you were like? Not symptomatic, Josh. Wait, yeah, okay. allegedly, I so because I I was feeling a little under the weather, but nothing crazy. Mm-hmm. So I was feeling like a little sick, but not enough to you know. I, I thought like maybe I gave him a cold because we were like sniffling. Like he was feeling worse than me. Um, but I hadn't done anything, so I guessed that I picked it up from work. You know, handling dishes and room service and mm-hmm. all that sort of thing. So I just assumed I got it from work, and then we swapped drinks that time, and then he got it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Nah, Wait, well, and then and then someone gave someone covid too was the second part of the story yeah the second part of that so same guy so we this was for the half marathon we were just down in san diego um, oh this was this weekend okay wow. yeah this weekend exactly which was the scary part people from your old work that's awesome yeah so i this was from well the, these people were the high school colorado um friends that i've been with oh, for a year got it. this is not yeah co-workers this is not co-workers no incorrect um so this is so this was so that same group we all we went to San Diego, and some people were running marathons, some weren't, whatever. Um, and they were in the two rooms together. Mm-hmm. And he, the, one of the guys, not not um, what's the disease we're talking about? Herpes? Not herpes guy. The other guy got COVID. And so after we got back, we had to. <laughs> we he texted us saying, "Hey, just so you know, I tested positive. Uh-huh. You should all go get checked." And wow. we all checked. We were all negative, except for. The guy who, except for herpes guy, who now oh, also okay. is COVID guy, and he had it really bad, like oh, like oh. terrible symptoms. Yeah, bedridden for like three days, oh, just like totally knocked out by it. So, and all of us tested negative. So this guy just is taking L's with his immune system. Was yes, the with the second immune time system. you guys had hung out since that last trip. Like, have you guys? Yeah, done anything all of us together. Yeah, this oh, is. The, I think that was. This is the second time. <laughs> That's so just funny. contagious diseases flying around. Your, specifically, your friend group. Dude, I mean, I the, kept the... on giving Kevin COVID, right, Nathaniel? I did. No, no. Oh, maybe Kev just got kept on getting. Or, COVID. or, oh no, Kev got COVID, and we hung, and like we hung out when he apparently and he tested positive for COVID afterwards. So then all of us tested, but we were all fine. For some I reason. see. Wild. Oh. I'm sorry. You can you can kick me off at any time, but I did want to place a little bid for a story that's related to the San Diego thing. Mm-hmm. If you want to hear about the illegal Airbnb that we stayed in oh, and the us, dude. And maze that we had to do in order to stay, dude. Airbnbs are wild. It's like, oh, <laughs> I stayed at one in New York where I'm pretty sure the guy was doing drugs on a table while I like walked in. <laughs> oh man, like the owner or like another person? No, they're just there. random people at Airbnb. Like it was like three bedrooms and two of them were already occupied when we walked in. Ooh, so a hostile. <laughs> We were trying to save money, but I don't think it was, was worth it. Cheap? <laughs> so I guess it was cheap. <laughs> you got to pay extra to not get the guy doing drugs on Dude, it's a roller coaster doing Airbnbs. I don't know Man. how to do it, right? I'm scared. Oh, okay. So story time. So we're, we, uh, there's, there's six of us going to San Diego for the marathon. 
And we, we pretty much took the approach of, you know, somebody pay for some big expense and then everybody else break it up and Venmo them. So we would like hop who pays what big expense. So that we one person handled the Airbnb. Oh, that's fine. We all then know them. The time comes, they didn't get any confirmation of here's how you check in, here's where you go, yada, yada, yada. So they're kind of like messaging the host like, hey, like our, our trip is in like two days. Do we have any check-in information? What's going on? And they get an email from Airbnb that says one of your listings has been found or one of your recent interactions has been found to be fraudulent and not in line with Airbnb's terms of service. Um, just Wait, be aware that you know, like while you're in the Airbnb? No, no, no. Before, this oh, is like okay, the day okay. before the trip, like the day before they fly out to get there. They get an email from Airbnb saying that somebody's violated our terms of service that you've been in contact with. And they're like, uh, we've only really contacted this one state that we're at. Like this is our only trip using Airbnb. So they call Airbnb, the actual company, like, hey, we got this email from you. This is the place that we're at. It, are they still in your like system? Is this still fine? We haven't heard anything from them. And Airbnb's like, yeah, no, they're fine. They're legit. They're cool. Like, this is this is them. So... Don't just just around the email. They're like, okay. So then the day of, they're supposed to check in. They get a response from this guy, the the host, and in it is a bunch of four by three aspect ratio, two eighty p terrible images of step by step directions. And what it is is that you're supposed to, when you get there. You can't go there yet. What you first have to do is, so it's in, it's in downtown San Diego. The first step, number one, in order to get to the Airbnb is you have to go to a parking lot three blocks away. And at the back <laughs> corner of the parking lot, there's a lockbox. When you go to the lockbox, you need to put in this very specific code to open the lockbox. Inside the lockbox, you'll find uh, an elevator key and the key to the room. Take that, and then when you go down to the... Um, so now you go, go three blocks back to the actual apartment complex itself. Oh, you have to go, go somewhere down. else. Okay. Exactly. So then, so then, so then, so then you go from the, the drop box location in the parking lot to the actual apartment unit where you're staying. Mm -hmm. And then what you, the directions are, you go in through the garage, you use the clicker that you got from the drop box, you go down four different stories, you go into the elevator and you use the badge to go up to the 21st floor where the apartment is. Okay. And mind you, they say, don't talk to anybody, don't oh. make eye contact, <laughs> don't say that you're an Airbnb, <laughs> travel that. light and don't have any bags, and go straight to the room. That's and then so when funny. you get to the room, don't make any noise, and you can't do, like, do anything past 10 p.m. And then also, once you're in there, P.S., you're not allowed to go down to the lobby. You can't exit the door through the lobby, so what you have to do is you have to go back all the way down to the parking garage and walk out four stories... Because if, if you want to walk around and not have your car, sorry, you're not allowed to go through the lobby because somebody might recognize you. Oh, man. So we did all Very of that. from our Airbnb in Oregon. <laughs> yeah, this is like a, an escape room. I know, right? <laughs> oh, it was awful. So then, so, so first one, so we're down there, we put, we put our bags in, and we're wanting to like walk around downtown, and we're like, okay, we're not going to drive, we're going to walk. I, we don't want to walk up, you know, four or five floors in this concrete underground parking structure. So uh, so we're going down the elevator, 21 floors. So a couple other people from who live there get in. And you know, somebody has a dog, somebody's there. And I just, I look at my group and I'm like, they're all going to the lobby. I'm, like, I'm just gonna go with these guys. And they're like, no, dude, you can't. The, the, what if they see you? Like the instructions told us not to go by the lobby. So we go to the floor one and I just, I just pretend like I belong. And I just, I walk out with all these other people who live there and I take a look around. There's a front desk, there's a front door. I feel like I'm in a heist. And I walk out the front door and everything's fine. And then I wait for my friends to come back, and they're like, what is it? What did you see? Because they, they actually didn't see what And I was like, well, there's a door right by the elevator, so we can walk out, but it's locked on the other way. So in other words, if we were to try to come back, 
we can't come in the front door because the side that I came out of is locked and the front door gets you right to the front desk and they always ask who's who and they badge you in. So when we leave, we can come to the lobby, but when we come back, we have to go to the parking garage. We're like, okay, great, that's the plan. And then it was, oh. This sounds like uh, the scene in the movie where like, it's like a heist movie and then it's just like, zoom. it's like you're, you're just voicing over and there's like music and you're just like, all right, so like this door is very important. Like you gotta make it through at this, this critical step and blah, blah, blah. Yeah, but, pretty much exactly that. Okay, and dang. Yeah, so yeah, we pretty much, yeah, like Pearson says, like, we assumed that this guy was just renting this apartment. And he says, like, oh, I, you know, I live nearby, so, you know, I'll see if you, you know, break any of these rules and whatever else. And <laughs> what what are you kind breaking of into, like, a vacant apartment? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> kind of stupid. But it sounds like a fun trip, though. It was, it was very memorable. Okay. Um, it made leaving difficult, because... You need the fob key to get down the elevator, but yet they wanted you to leave the fob key in the room. So then you have to walk down 21 flights of stairs to get to the car. So, so we're like, how are you? 21 flights. Yeah. Or sorry, 21, whatever 21 floors is. Not, well, how many flights is a stairs? What's a, how many stairs equal a flight? It's 21 flights. 21 flights. Yeah. Yeah. It's just a so, lot of, that's a lot of stairs, dude. So so we didn't do that, and instead we took the fob with us and then just crammed it back into the drop box in the parking lot three blocks away at, you know, 3.30 in the morning because we had to catch our flight out at 6. So we wake up, so it's just, the whole thing was just This awful. entire trip yeah. sounds like a trip that I would have taken when I was much younger and much like... Uh, That's awesome, dude. Those are the, those yeah, are the stories, dude. Yeah, it was a story. Well, well I mean... I me- well, I remember Linus taught you talking about your trips where you're like, like, oh yeah, I'm flying off to like, I don't know what, Sweden and Switzerland. Like, mm-hmm. I haven't booked, like, I've only booked the first place. I don't, like, I'm going to oh, figure yeah. out the rest of the way. And then I was like, what? Like, I've like never done. <laughs> I was like, dang, Linus is so adventurous. <laughs> you definitely have to like, like, let me, let me take it back. In terms of Airbnbs in like different countries, they haven't been as sketch as the Airbnbs I've stayed in America, where I get mm-hmm. very confused. But yeah, that that sounds pretty stressful. Also, those three a.m. to like six a.m. flights—that's exhausting, dude. Because <laughs> you're like too busy, like worrying about are you gonna make your flight when you wake up in the morning. It, the thing that's weird about San Diego—I don't know if you know this about San Diego Airport—they have a curfew, oh, really? which means flights aren't allowed to take off before six thirty a.m. Wow. So you, so we'd get on. We got on because uh-huh. uh, we had a couple of us who got on before six thirty. So you board at five fifty, six ten, what have you, and then you you taxi out and you literally just sit on the runway until the airport turns on, and you just wait. You just kill time on the on the runway until they give you the green light to leave. Interesting. Huh. Wow. Yeah, those, those 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 are my stories. Herpes and a sketchy Airbnb. Well. <laughs> Cheers what to a time. That, Josh. What a time. Anything what a time. About? Uh, no, I <laughs> this have, is I have, way of being like leave. <laughs> I have no shout outs. I appreciate you. Thanks for the space. Oh, of course, dude. Anytime. Uh, right. Shout out to Happy Lemon and, yeah, and Josh right. is in yeah. here. Happy uh, Lemon. I, shout out to. Oh wait, while while I while I have your ear, um, do the you should you should stream the boba. Oh, the, oh <laughs> yeah. Uh, I have yeah, IRL stream. Right, we'll and then we can dono to buy boba. <laughs> And then you can hand out that to people who walk by as free boba samples. Hey. No, I... while still maintaining your profit margin. I mean, Linus was pitching uh, me, me visiting him at some point, so I, I'm, I'm maybe I should do it just for the boba, you know? No, I, hey. I think that's a great idea. I, ha- I, I got a little big 
too big for my britches type of thing where I I have $10,000 of AWS credits because of my like application, which means I have a lot of like website funds. And I thought this was like two thousand dollars, ten thousand dollars, ten thousand dollars. Like, but you can earmarked for web fees. Wait, yeah, wait, sorry, like, where'd you get these from? It's like if you sign up with Atlas Stripe, it's similar to like a hackathon where like if you ah, set up your okay. own company using like this website, AWS gives you some kickback credits for it, right? Mm. Amazon. Um, but I realized that the integration on there is, like, kind of complicated, where you can, like, put your card in for in-person sales. But in order to do that, you have to have, like, an online sale thing anyways. So I was thinking about setting up, like, a portal where it's, like, buy someone boba, where it's, like, a $5 fee. And then you could buy some random person boba so they get it for free oh. in person. Like, you'll have a little board. Oh, I like that. Like, blah, 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 bought you boba or something like that. Yeah, yeah. I you love just, it. Like, whenever it triggers, it's just, like, the next person that walks up just gets free boba. Exactly. I like that. Yeah, yeah. Like, pay I like it forward type of board. So, I, I like that. That's a fun website thing to do. Yeah, yeah. Enabling just random acts of kindness. Mm -hmm. So, if I live stream it, the issue will be, like, no one comes to get boba, but then I get $100 worth of dollar <laughs> donations. Linus, this is this is making you be extroverted. Now you have to walk out into the street and hand people boba. Just be like, I literally need to give this away. I can't keep Please take my boba. Excuse me. <laughs> yeah. But I thought it would be pretty fun. No PSA. Yeah, I like that I idea. can't donate it. That's for me. <laughs> I need to regain All my right. costs. All right, Josh. Catch you later, Thank you. dude. You're well. Mm -hmm. Oh, he, he kicked himself off. I didn't even need to oh, kick man. him off. You know, I kicked him off, but I need to go pee, so... <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Uh, okay, filibuster. <laughs> oh, you know what you need to do? Come, work together with chat to come up with those uh, game show questions that I was chatting about. Because then I won't hear about the game show questions, and I already have a list of them in the Google Docs. What, are, what like, to ask you to ask? So, the specific submission is food. Right? Asian food, I okay. guess. But it's okay. the food is a seven, but the owner of the place knows you by name and you don't oh. know who it is. Okay. <laughs> like, what okay, would your okay. rating be? Here, oh, right? yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. Here, I'll, 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 okay, here, go, go pee. I'll, okay. Okay, <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, okay. For, for context, I think this is a meme that I have not seen, but Linus, we asked John Mary Man. Oh, uh, we, <laughs> nice. Um, this is a meme that I have not seen, but, uh, According to Linus, it's something like, like when like X is like a seven, but or I, I guess they're usually using it for like what for potential romantic partners. But then I guess you could use it for food. Where like, uh, what was it like when like I don't know if you're talking about a guy like when he's a seven, but he like I don't know he wears a uh, I don't know a toupee or something. I don't know so. I, I guess I guess what Linus is asking for is the food version of this. So I guess for restaurants, uh, when, when he's a ten, but his, oh yeah, hey, that's a good one. When he's a ten, but his feet smell. Okay, I I, I just hey, that was fast. That was a fast pee. Okay. Um. Anyways, I, I I just described I while you were gone, I described it to chat, and the first one we got is when he's a ten, but his feet smell. <laughs> When he's a 10, but his feet smell. Actually, well, okay, what would that be? When he's a 10, but his feet smell. <laughs> Dude, I don't that's know. a hard six for me. Actually, Ooh, okay. I, I have a friend in Minnesota who's like stinky. And I am, are, are they very attractive? He's pretty attractive, honestly. And but he they, knows he's uh, cute, which is a problem. But 
<laughs> yeah, no, no, that definitely goes down. That definitely goes lower. Okay. Maybe uh maybe an eight, not a if he's okay, uh, if eight. he's a solid ten, then yeah, I'd go eight. If he was like mm-hmm. a seven, I'd go to four. <laughs> oh, so so it's like a me. there's like a different degradation based <laughs> on how. <laughs> okay. You, if you're if you're average and you smell bad, it's like much worse than if you're hot and you smell bad. Um, when he's I a seven, to... but oh, oh, when he, oh, I like that one. When he's a seven, but calls his mom every night. Mm. He's a seven, but he calls his mom every night. Mm-hmm. You, you have to go, Nathaniel, Mister. I live thirty mm, I, minutes I, I, away I, from I, my family. Yeah. <laughs> every night. So I, I, I feel like that's like a what? Maybe an eight. That goes up. Like a, oh, yeah, yeah. No, well, no, I feel like that's wholesome. Like if you call your parents every night, like that's like, I don't know. I feel like it's wholesome if you have a good relationship with your parents. I don't know. I mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't bump it like more than like one, but like I feel like it's like you know. When Rena um, first started dating me, she was talking with one of her friends about like guys, and she was like, you know, how do I know if he's like a good guy? And he was like, you gotta see how he treats his mom. And like mm. the next week, I had told her a story about how my mom went to go watch Hamilton with me, and I was like, lol, no, and then I just laughed. <laughs> Which honestly, nice. I think is par for the course for how I live my life. But <laughs> nice. And then, what was her reaction to that? I, I think she just shrugged. It's like he likes theater, so <laughs> you know she already had the goggles on by then. Oh, <laughs> yeah. But you said, but, but but you said no though. <laughs> yeah, no. I my, I would never let my okay. mom come with me to go watch theater. Law. <laughs> Your parents just left you. I feel like chat doesn't really understand this game. Okay, I might have just... Okay, well, like, I, I was, like, describing it very secondhand. Okay, fair enough, fair <laughs> enough. So, so like, because you're the one who actually, like, came up with this idea, and mm-hmm. I, I've actually never seen this, seen this in the wild, so... Oh, that's a very All derivative right. idea off TikTok, but maybe you and I have different TikTok pages. All right, all right, well, here, I, they have my scuffed explanation right now. You can uh, give some better examples. Okay, so the premise of the game, and chat is totally welcome to come up with them, and if chat comes up with them, then Nathaniel has to answer... Actually, I'll have to answer. Is that it originally started with a like the idea of someone that you're going to date, right? So, for example, we all arbitrarily say that guy is a 10, but people tend to have like disagreements whether or not he's a 10, right? And then you throw like something that's conflicting with that like general idea of what a 10 would be, right? Or it can be flip sided where if that person's a one, then say something that's really positive, like that he has a dog. So the typical example would be you're on Tinder, you're swiping, and you're like, oh my gosh, that guy's an eight. Swipe. And then you realize there's a red flag, and that red flag is he had a dog. <laughs> um, but the dog <laughs> – okay, I don't know how to go with that one. That, that one got morbid really he, fast. He, he ate his dog. Yeah, he, no. no. <laughs> a couple examples that I had specifically for this podcast would be more around restaurants because I feel like we're actually more foodies. Mm. Um, so it's, the food is, the the restaurant is a 10, but the food they serve is only orange chicken, right? And how would that negatively affect that categorization? Still 10, still 10. So Nathaniel would say it's still a 10, right? And I think a lot of people would say maybe that's like a four or a six, right? But (laughs) So it's just the best orange chicken you've ever had. Exactly, right? And you I feel like I'd still I'd still enjoy it. I maybe just like would only like it would just be more situational, you know. No, I agree. Because like agree. sometimes sometimes it's time for orange chicken, you know. Like, okay. 
It doesn't have to be authentic Chinese food. It's just like, it's just time for orange chicken, you know? What about the boba is a six, but all the servers are hot ABGs as far as the eye can see. <laughs> I, I mean, you're asking the wrong wrong person. I, I have eyes for no... no. <laughs> I, I, I feel like that's not really what I'm looking for when I'm going to boba shops, so... I don't know. Still a six. <laughs> Still a six. Still a six. So, here it says Soviet coffee shop. <laughs> Actually, wait. Where are noises? <laughs> the food is always laid, but the are topless. Oh, dang. All right. This is going a different direction. <laughs> I like Wayside Wombat going for it. Or she could just earn the 10 in the first place. <laughs> hey, I, 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 you know, I, 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 don't, I don't mind my good orange chicken. What about I'm not going to eat it every day. But... A restaurant is eight, but the line takes an hour. Ooh, okay. Brings it down to like a five or a four. Really? Or like, right, I mean, like, if I'm gonna wait for an hour, it, mm-hmm. it, like it should be a ten. Okay. What would yeah. that take like, down I, to? You? If it's a ten, if it's a ten, but you have to wait an hour. Yeah. Okay. Eight or seven. Okay, got it. So it is parabolic. Like the further down it is, the even further. Or like I'm not gonna wait, and I'm gonna be angry if I wait an hour for like six or seven level food, right? Like I can get yeah. six or seven food just walking outside. I agree. I agree. Dude, if it's an eight and it takes an hour, that drops it down to like a three for me. I do not wait for my food. I guess eight is like above average, or yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess it depends. Yeah, but Chipotle, that's a ten, and I would wait an hour for it. <laughs> no. Oh yeah, the other. I, I had like a wild Chipotle thing where like I ordered online and then it was just like there was people there. Like I looked around and, and like everyone was waiting and it was like like I've been here for an hour. I've been here for two hours and it was just. Yeah, I had a bad Chipotle, and no, I never yeah. got that. But then I got refunded, so. <laughs> but is that worth your time? Chipotle's well, like, cause, 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 like, I came back, like, I was like, all right, I'm just gonna give up, and then I, like, I came back like several hours later just to see if it was there. It was like yeah. gone, so I was like. <laughs> As a former employee of Chipotle, I understand both sides of the story. Where it's like, when you're slammed, you're slammed. Like, yeah. But also, like, it's it's ridiculous. Like, you should be able to make burritos faster. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, it was just, but it was like just a ton of people, right? Mm-hmm. Went to a brewery and their 10, 10 inch pizza cost 20 and it was a two hour line wait. Gave them one star. Okay. What was it good? Well, I guess pizza feels pretty like, I feel like pizza is like sort of interchangeable. Or I mean, like, I feel like the gap between like an okay pizza and an amazing pizza is like not as big as like the gap between other dishes, right? Because like I feel like pizza, the baseline is still like usually, like, it's hard to have like a, go that wrong with pizza in my opinion dude when i was in new york we were drinking until like 1 a.m on like some rooftop bar i think the story gets later and later the more we're talking about it <laughs> but we like left that rooftop bar looking for pizza mm. and it was just everyone was talking at each other and no one was listening <laughs> so we just started <laughs> walking in one direction and this other guy named matt was like i swear we gotta go to like this guy's pizza it's uh, like jack's pizza or something like that oh people in new york are very opinionated about yeah. their pizza but it was like opposite directions of their hotel. So the one person just started walking to their hotel and I guess we just followed as a crew. And we just like were walking for four blocks and it was like dark and kind of sketch. And then like it was like this shiny beacon of pizza where you go in <laughs> and it looked like this Paris- like Parisian cafe. And it had the most delicious pizza I've ever had. And it was I feel like, like 1 a.m. Uh-huh. I feel like the pizza that you have at 1 a.m. coming back slightly tipsy from a bar is the best is always like the best yeah. pizza like because <laughs> I, I remember i was like out like I, I went bar hopping with kat the other day and like she got like 
well, her alcohol tolerance is a lot lower than mine, so she got pretty tipsy off. One, and then, like, she's like, I really want pizza. And she got pizza, and I was, she's like, like, babe, this is the best pizza I've ever had. And I, like, took a bite, and I was like, this is decent. <laughs> but she's like, no, no, this is the best pizza I've ever had. <laughs> it's like a random story. I was like, yeah, this is good. It's like, not the, the best. <laughs> so, yeah. I feel like it's also, also the 1 a, the one a, the, the tipsy 1 a.m. pizzas are always the best pizzas. I'm just saying that, Nathaniel, if you ever come visit, we, we're going to go to a bar and I'm going to make you mm-hmm. hang out with some of my buds because we'll just down. be yelling at each other. <laughs> yeah. We got to get some uh, New York pizza after. Yeah. I did I'm have some pretty Minnesota. good New York pizza last time. <laughs> oh, in Minnesota. Yeah. If you ever come to New York while I'm in New York, well, I'm down, but that'll be a little harder to pull off. Yeah. 11 11. <laughs> time for oh, yeah. <laughs> Linus, five sips is a wild night. <laughs> Okay, for the record, you kids are roasting me a little bit too much. I'll have you know I had a Kentucky Mule when I was in New York. I didn't drink all of it, Uh, but I did have one. Was it more than five sips? Eh, Off and on. Like, it it depends, right? But I have been drinking more, so my tolerance is Mm -hmm. going up. And I figured out it's grain alcohols that just put me under. Mm. Right. Oh, that is a thing. I feel like, yeah. yeah, some alcohols miss you up more than others. Like some guy had an extra beer and he just gave it to me and I was like sipping at that and I was like miserable. I like fell asleep mm-hmm. on the taxi back to the airport because I was oh. so like headachey and like feeling bad. So, yeah, of course you can bartend, Josh. I would love it. Ooh, okay, wait. When, when you go to a five rated Asian restaurant, but none of the customers are Asian. Ah. So it's a 10 restaurant, but none of the customers are Asian. It's a 10. The cu- the restaurant mm. is an Asian restaurant that's a 10, but none of the customers are Asian. Well, well, but I feel like it's also more like, it's also like, I feel like this person is also like not saying that the food is objectively 10. It's just like the Google Maps rating. Is a, oh, is a, is I see. A, right. Which I think is a different. Because like if the food's like a 10, like it doesn't matter who's in there. Right. Dude, I would say opinion. it's a three. But then like, but yeah, yeah. But then like if you. Well, and also, like, the best Asian place is, like, because, like, I've had a couple places where, like, my friends tell me it's really good, but I'm, like, why is it, like, a 3.8? And I, like, scroll through, and it's, like, 5, 5, 5, 5. And then the person, like, all the people who rate it one stars are, like, I had trouble, like, the waitress was rude to me, blah, 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 blah. Also, the food was amazing. But I but I was offended. So, or, like, or like I had trouble ordering on DoorDash. So, you know, that's enough. I get it. I get it. (laughs) I went to a place called KST up in New York, and it was, like, Similar to Venus Cafe, essentially. But you, like, walk in there, and there were, like, police officers walking in and out of the restaurant. <laughs> like, one of the police officers turned to, like, the guy and, like, ordered in Cantonese. It wasn't, like, sketch or anything, but, like, they were just going in and out. And I think it was just, like, mm-hmm. the regular hangout spot or something. Mm-hmm. But, one, it was weird seeing, like, random police officers in your restaurant. Mm-hmm. But it was, like, totally a vibe. And I could see why someone, like, would be, like, mm-hmm. put off by it. But I, yeah. I enjoyed the food there. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, no, like, you should go there if you ever swing by New York. But, like, it, yeah. it was, like, just good food that I was hungry for. It's nothing, like, spectacular. But food yeah, doesn't yeah. need to be spectacular, you know? Yeah, yeah. But, yeah, I feel like for Asian places, you got to, like, if it's, like, just a straight-up five stars, that's, like, already a little bit suspicious. Because mm. you got to have a couple, like, one stars from white people on there, you know? Yeah, that means it's authentic. <laughs> I was describing this podcast to my coworkers. I was like, it's called Asian Hour, but it's not about being Asian. <laughs> I, guess oh, actually, I, I remember Kat, Kat was showing me some, like, there's, like, TikToks about it where, like, mm-hmm. like a girl's, like, like calling a Vietnamese place, and then she's like, like, hi, like, blah, 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 and the, like, person just, like, answers very abruptly and, like, hangs up, and then, then they're just, like, turning, like, this is going to be so good. I'm so excited. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I love it. 
I gotta be like that with my boba stand. Someone is gonna order in Chinese or something, and I'll actually I don't know what will happen. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. It's kind of interesting being like an owner of a restaurant or like food. You know, I'd be like, "What's up?" Yeah. Uh, I actually am running out. There is nothing else I have outside of. Oh, the food is a solid two, but it costs less than one dollar. So it's the other way around. So instead of super Ooh. positive, it's like, hmm. Well, I guess there's like a spectrum of two because like there's like certain foods that like don't have to be good, but you still enjoy them, right? Mm-hmm. Like, like a like fries. Like fries can only be like it's hard to make fries like a two in fries. I feel like it's still like reasonably enjoyable. Mm. Whereas like a two in, I don't know, I could eat dirt for free. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, or like a two and like other, I don't know, fancy, uh, I don't know. A, a two for a steak is like probably an, an, an kind of inedible, right? No, I, I guess that's a fair assessment. Think of it like a baseline level of Chipotle then, right? Where okay. it's just like, the Chipotle is like a solid bad service, bad ingredients. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's going to take you like some while to get it and like you're like kind of sketched out, but it's super cheap. Yeah, I'm like, if it's like solid food, I'll be like, okay. Yeah. Or I mean, I don't know, like, because like there's some things that are not great, but then they're still like pretty, like you know, if it's like inedible, then I'm kind of yeah. like, eh. I that would make it a six for me, dude. Yeah. I am six. Okay. Okay. About like cheap food. Yeah. And I'm like, dude, if this is like cheap value food, I am all about it. Like a McChicken yeah. back at McDonald's was like, oh my gosh, it's a dream. <laughs> <laughs> Implicate. Yeah. I'm looking at the other. Ch- there's a hair in every tenth order, but the second order is free. Hmm. I mean, I feel like I've had dishes that are really good that I also like pick a hair out of. Oh yeah, but I'm like, I'm like, I, I'm not mad because this is really good. <laughs> so I, I feel like that's not too, like if the food's really good, like I can forgive it for implications that it's American. I I did listen to a podcast recently where like it was like a, it was like a bunch of Asian Americans or it was a bunch of Asians that were like talking about how they actually like liked PF Chang's, but then they're kind of ashamed about it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think P.F. Chang's... I actually don't know. Have I ever been to P.F. Chang's? <laughs> I think about it. I don't think I have. Because I remember I, I, I remember... I do remember, like, someone brought, like, I don't know, fried rice home from P.F. Chang's or something, mm-hmm. and, like, I have, like, this, like, one Singaporean friend who, like, you know, she's, like, very, like, mm. opinionated about her food, and she's like, oh, this is not bad, and someone's like, oh, yeah, it's from P.F. Chang's, and she's like, what? <laughs> like, <"Aw." laughs> It's very, like, like... like Look where your bigotry like, gets you. <laughs> Oh, Alicia hates Chipotle. Mm. Oh, what am I like? Russia. <laughs> okay. I don't know if she I can be friends with Linus. Podcast. This is next week. <laughs> uh, this is for next week or two weeks for now. Um, but yeah, no, that Chipotle is great. I don't know what Alicia's talking about. All right, I don't know if they can be friends anymore. I know. <laughs> I feel like the equivalent of that doesn't exist for white people. I don't know if there's any white person food that they would be ashamed to enjoy. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, I guess it's like white people well i guess like white is kind of like made out of like a bunch of different specific cultures so like i guess you could break that down into like i don't know like german food or like american food or i don't know yeah or like southern food you know i think fast food is like the general yeah conceit of america like yeah all americans eat fast food have you been watching Mm -hmm. that like youtube kid that goes around surviving off like a dollar no. Okay. Or is it like I, I like traded a penny up to yes, like blah blah blah? That kid. 
Have you seen it? Okay, I, I saw like the first five minutes of one of the videos. Oh my gosh. Okay, Ryan Trey. Okay, I haven't watched all of it, but like I just started watching. Uh, I I think he is the epitome of what I think America is right now, where it's just golden yeah. retriever boys that go out like golden doing retriever. whatever they want. Yeah, because like I can I don't even have to watch the video, but I'm like a lot of this is just about like not every, you know like a social capital like or like yeah exactly about being, being able to like be the type of person that like people will say yes to like hey do you want to give me this for a penny <laughs> and like <laughs> well that's what it made me think of because he was talking about like enjoying mcdonald's and chipotle and like it's <laughs> such a vibe it's like yeah i'm not mad at that you know like <laughs> I know. but i was like this is like what a classical american eats i think hmm so, yeah no. but i feel like that goes back to like kind of what i was thinking about earlier where like sometimes we can get like i don't know i feel like sometimes like i have gotten like too foodie where like you're like too min maxing too hard and like sometimes you know sometimes you just want to enjoy mcdonald's burger and there's nothing wrong with that oh yeah definitely dude. yeah also the app the rewards like again to my point about the two being cheap one dollar large fries that's amazing one dollar yeah. large coffee dude yeah actually oh, one example that i guess one example of that is like like tongue key right yeah, like dude like i, I like I, I always get like the number 23 crispy noodles and like that's like a very nostalgic <laughs> food for me and like i i always and then like you know me and cat usually have similar tastes but then like she's like sitting next to me eating this and she's like you know like i don't like this very much it's not that good and i'm like and then i was like hmm maybe this is just the nostalgia <laughs> like it's not actually that good but i just like yeah <laughs> it, it has the memory so the memories make it taste good i, don't I know. always get the pat thai there they're not even like mm -hmm. thai like the restaurant yeah. not even close to being a thai restaurant actually yeah isn't it like vietnamese owned and then we're getting i'm getting like the hong kong yeah noodles. i don't know dude <laughs> but like that's like comfort food for us because we grew up with it right yeah it, no I, I there is some value in like the food might not be good but if it's like something you enjoy then yeah whatever right the memories you know yeah like uh what was it? House of Walk? Walkstar. You oh, were there a couple throwback. times, right? Yeah, is it still there? It's gone now, right? It's gone, dude. Yeah, yeah. It's like a Mexican place now, right? I think so. I'm not even sure if they're still in business. But that was the okay. owner that knew me my name. Like, he, met, I went to a random buffet, and he was there. And he was like, Linus! <laughs> oh, that's and awesome. It was weird because, like, I had to have a conversation with him, and I didn't really know him that well. Like, <laughs> Yeah, yeah. But, like, it was really, like, the food was, like, really subpar. It was, like, a solid yeah, four yeah. or five, but it was just a great hangout spot, and that made it, like, an eight Yeah, it, it's, it's like a, did you ever come with us to Black Pearl? Yeah, that's exactly what I was thinking. It's, like, terrible boba, mm -hmm. but it was, but it was always a nice place to hang out, you know, so. <laughs> so, maybe that's the end of the story for our podcast today. Right. Sometimes... When it's a three, but the vibes are good. <laughs> I think we have but a title for our podcast. Yeah. Ah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So what, what's your... Okay, well, yeah, Walkstar, what? When it's like a three or a four, but... Oh, it was a solid seven or eight. Okay. Okay. All right. All right. All right. All right. Well, I think that's everything for me. We're already 11 minutes over, but we're better right. than when Helen was on because she bullied me into going two hours. I mean, you're also not tipsy today. Yeah, you're right. I'm not tipsy. I was tipsy yesterday. Or are you? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Anything you want to shout out before we call it a night? Mm, tongue, uh, shout out to Tunky Noodle House, you know, which is probably like a four or five. But, you know, when you grew up going there after church every day, bumps it up to a solid eight. I'd say. <laughs> you know, now I want Tunky. There's no Tunky in the city. When I come back, we can go together. Wasn't that yeah. like the first restaurant we went to during COVID or something? 
I think like, so. Maybe. Oh no, we, yeah. we we went with Pearson. That's what it was because mm. we hadn't seen him in a while, and we like Let's all three of us went to Tunkey. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's one of those ones that's like just pure. Like if I took like a foodie friend there, like they'd be like, "What is this?" But I'm like, you know, like I'm not gonna say it's the best, but it's also like we still enjoy this, you know. No, I, I same dude. <laughs> my my shout out will be. Uh, I'm going to shout out Dragon Star Oriental Foods. <laughs> I'm actually not sure if it's up. That's the right one. But I'm going to shout out <laughs> Asian grocery store in St. Paul, Minnesota that I went to yesterday. You know, I'm going to do the due diligence and actually look it up real fast. Um, because I went there yesterday. I walked to their food section, their like meat section, and there are three chicken thighs for the cost of $1.16. Oh, cents. yeah. You're telling me about that. Yeah. Yeah. And my mind was blown because, like, I thought food was, like, kind of expensive in Minnesota. Like, not going to lie. I was like, everything seems like the same price except housing. But then I understood cost of living is really cheap if you actually really look for it. Mm-hmm. Like, their meat was so cheap, dude. It was mind-blowing. Yeah. It was, like, $3 for a steak. <laughs> and I was so confused. Have you have you tried it yet? Was it good? Yeah, no. I mean, okay. Just not gonna lie. St- okay. The chicken smelled like... <laughs> I, I don't know if you've ever been to, like, a night market in China where they're, like, mm-hmm. cooking food and it's just kind of, like, you can kind of smell raw chicken from the air. Because I think at, like, more Americanized grocery stores, they actually wash the chicken before they, mm-hmm. like, give it to you. So you have to, like, wash it yourself, essentially. But the food was good. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, it was, yeah. I feel like as long as you don't get sick, you know. No, I didn't get sick. Yeah. And the chicken is a three, four, but it's one dollar. Yeah. Oh, yeah, dude. It was a solid seven to me. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> so, oh, yeah, I was still looking up the name of it, so hold up. Yeah. It was a fun game, though. Yeah. And just structure the rest of our conversations this way. Uh, let's see. Where is it? I also went to Thai Street Market. That was also in St. Paul. It was actually really good. Mm. So, if you ever come to Minnesota, I got places for you to go to, dude. All right. I feel like late night food is like a whole genre like i'm thinking of that now because like because i played soccer i didn't have time to eat dinner yet so after this i'm gonna go reach into the pantry and see what i can whip up same dude and i have like all this desserts, so walking distance down. i would totally walk there right now oh man end of an era though ever since like covid happened a lot of the late night restaurants in minnesota closed down mm. very sad that that is one thing I, I like about New York, where like in New York I can walk outside and find like a bustling food court right now, which like yeah. is not really true here. Although there might be, I don't know if there's uh, check certain areas in New York were dead. I was very oh, upset yeah. about that actually. Oh. Um, okay, it's called Sun Foods. They have three point six stars, located in ah, five four four University. Under, under four stars, so it's not so it's not suspicious, right? Dude, and then, this place wait. is goat. You got to pull up some of the one star. It's going to be one stars mm-hmm. of like people complaining about the service, right? Yeah. Or, or, or about it being like questionable sanitation. Dude, they have like, everything was so good. Actually, wait, can you pull the reviews? I'm curious now. I, I want to find some one stars of people, what people are complaining about. David A, no good, stay away. One star. The ginger I bought was soft and mushy. The dill looked like it had been partly frozen. And the ground beef was 100% brown and gray and not even slightly red. Shop at your own risk. You'll have the trots for a week. Your toilet will thank me. <laughs> so I think they're just upset. 
Most of the workers don't seem to understand English, so they can't help you find anything. <laughs> uh, this is interesting. This one's kind of racist, actually, so I'm not going to say it. <laughs> okay, all right. I mean, the other one is you could say is questionably. Right? <laughs> okay, I'll read it. I'll read it. <laughs> <laughs> no, we can't. We can't end on that, dude. We can't end on that. <laughs> we can't end on racism. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Racism, I'll not a vibe. Where it might be a three, but the vibes are there. 